Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation, and welcome back for another exciting installment of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, the talk that makes your body rock. This program is dedicated to helping you find that most important, most elusive, and most precious of all things, the perfect orgasm. We have so much to cover with this week's episode, and before we jump right into it, I want to remind each and every one of you that if you're searching for naughtiness on the internet, like I do, make sure that you're using IjiSearch.com. That's I-J-I-Search.com. By using IjiSearch.com, you'll eradicate that wicked search history, and you won't have to explain that deviant porn search you're doing to anybody but me, of course. Yes, use IjiSearch.com, and your browser history will never be exposed again. And if you haven't already heard, we do have a new sponsor here at Renegade Talk Radio. I, for one, could not be more excited about it. Well, with my clothes still on, anyways. That's right, our new sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys. So, if you're in the market for an adult toy... Or maybe you're just a little curious, head on over to adamandeve.com. The link will be right below the episode, and you're going to get one hell of a deal as a renegade listener. Use code BABE69. That's B-A-B-E-6-9. You're going to get 50% off of one item, and don't think that's all, because you're going to get more. After you've selected your 50% off item, they're going to throw in three adult videos to inspire you to new and exciting heights. And if that wasn't enough, you're also going to get free shipping. And they're going to even throw in a special surprise for every Renegade order. So run now. That's right. Don't walk. Run. Because it's a limited offer. And oh my, what an offer it is. Today we're going to be continuing our journey together for a long, deep, and hard look at sex and relationships. Some of the topics are going to be familiar, and some are going to be new and exciting, just waiting for you to explore them. But I promise you this, there will always be pleasure everywhere we go together. And we spend a lot of time getting pretty intimate with each other, 
But in case you are new to the program, I am the naughty mistress with the mostess, the melodic goddess of getting it on, and the deviant diva, naughty Nicole Delacroix. The only thing that I will ever ask of you, my dear listeners, is that you keep an open mind, put aside what you think you know, sit back, relax, and we're going to walk down this crazy path of life together. And don't ever forget, orgasms are nature's way of saying, life sucks ass, but here, have a little candy. Well, my lovely renegade listeners, I have some terribly devastating news to share with you. I'm so very sad to report that my very dear, dear, dear friend, my vibrator, has gone on the fritz. That's right. I went to use it and it just stopped working. I was so beside myself. I mean, how am I supposed to masturbate if my vibrator stops working? Of course, the first thought was, maybe it's just the batteries. So I checked the batteries, but no, it just stopped working altogether. (sighs) I'm devastated. I know, I need to buy a new vibrator. And I will, but we have to have a moment of silence for the passing of my favorite vibrator. Okay, enough of that. We will have a moment of silence later on for vibrators that have passed into the afterlife. But thank goodness we do have Adam and Eve toys so I can replace my favorite vibrator with a new one. Anyways, so today's episode's going to be a little bit different because, well... I don't really have a topic. Well, I do have a topic in mind, but it's going to be a little bit off the beaten path. So it's not going to be my normal. I'm going to talk about something and give you a couple of ideas of what I think. We're just going to kind of have a little conversation here, which is going to be interesting since I'm going to be doing all the talking. (laughs) Just the way I like it. I'm always in charge. So... Anyways, today's topic came about in a rather roundabout way. I have lots of friends that talk to me about different things, but this particular friend, well, she's a little bit on the, well, what's a nice way of saying it? Oh, fuck it. She's on the crazy side. Yeah, I have crazy friends. (laughs) Like you thought I had anything else. And no, this was not my bestie because Ivy's not crazy. Well, she is crazy, but she's not crazy like this crazy. This is a special kind of crazy. Anyways, so my friend has been sending me messages and texts and calls and emails and all kinds of other craziness because she's very invested in the entire discussion around a particular celebrity's upcoming disastrous divorce thing proceedings anyways we all know who i'm talking about because his mother just recently died and his most recent movie apparently has bombed because his wife of 15 months has decided that she's going to announce publicly that he is a brute and has been beating her and of course you know she announces this after she asked the court to give her fifty thousand dollars a month and they said hell no anyways (laughs) Long story short, my friend, who is a huge fan of this particular male star, has taken it very personally that his wife of 15 months has decided to bring up the fact that he is beating her. Now, I don't 
necessarily give one rat's ass one way or the other because personally I think this marriage is between the two people that are actually in the marriage since my friend doesn't know this particular movie star or his wife um, has never met them and I'm almost positive have has never been in the same room with either one of them um I'd almost hesitate to say in the same hemisphere, but that's, yeah, it's pushing it. They might, that one she might have actually done. But she she's very invested in this, this particular news story. And it started to get me to think about how we live vicariously through other people. And she's, she, of course, is taking the male star side because she's seen him in many, many movies and has apparently grown very attached to him and has decided that he's a really nice guy. Now, of course, I'm the first one to say that it's very hinky to me that all of a sudden, after asking for money, that his wife decides that now he's beating her. And I'm not saying one way or the other, because again, this is a private matter between the husband and the wife. And personally, I don't really give a rat's ass. Because, you know, if I go to the movie and I see him in a movie, that's great. But above and beyond that, I really don't have much interest in his personal life. But that's just me. Back to my friend who's incredibly insane and has taken his side. And I said, you know, she's calling the wife Gold Digger and all these other names. And I think it's it's incredibly short-sighted because the only thing that she knows of either one of these people is what the media is reporting. And if she thinks that they don't have some control of what's being said and how it's being said, well, quite truthfully, I, I, I'm not sure that she's quite all there. But <clears throat> it got me to thinking about how we live vicariously. Now, I'm the first one to say that you should have a healthy fantasy life. In fact, I have a very healthy fantasy life. And, you know, there are many, many different characters out of movies that, you know, find themselves, find their way into my personal fantasies. But I also happen to know where the line between reality and fantasy is. In other words, I understand that while I'm dreaming about that hunk from that movie that I like... I also know that I'm probably never going to be in the same room with him and I'm never going to meet him. And even if I did, there's very little chance that he's going to, you know, throw me on the table and, well, fuck my brains out. Well, if he met me, that might happen. But the possibility is very low. I have a very, you know, healthy understanding of how the world works. I I don't think that these things are going to automatically happen. But, you know, the probability of them happening is incredibly low, and they don't completely consume my life. Back to my friend, who apparently has become the advocate for this male movie star and I keep trying to point out to her that she doesn't know these people and that she's not involved in what's happened and she can't base her judgment on what persona that they send out to the media because they do control their image and that you know we shouldn't pass judgment on the wife because truthfully we weren't there and we didn't see what happened so we really don't know we only know her version we only know his version and the truth of the matter is is we're not police officers we're not the detectives and 
truthfully, the only thing we know is what the media is telling us. And yes, while I tend to say that, you know, the pictures don't really say too much about what she's saying, and it just seems a little bit hinky that all of a sudden she's making these claims, I'm still going to say, give her the benefit of the doubt, because we really, once again, don't know what happened. Anyways, back to living vicariously. It started to get me to think of why we live vicariously. And before we jump into this, and I think we're going to do this in the next segment because we're getting kind of close to our to our break, we're going to talk about the obsession that we have with celebrities and how we try to live vicariously, and we're also going to look at the reasons why we live vicariously. So, hold on to your hats, Renegade Nation. We're going to still continue this conversation. I'm Naughty Nicole. This is Big Trouble in Little Vagina. You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio, and how about a word from our sponsors? Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. And welcome back, my little heathens. This is Renegade Nation. And if you're just joining us, this is Big Trouble and Little Vagina on Renegade Talk Radio. And today, we're talking about living vicariously and our obsession with celebrities. Yeah, I know it's a little bit off the beaten path, but again, I'm in mourning. I've just lost my favorite vibrator, so cut me some slack, okay? All right, so let's talk about our unhealthy obsession with celebrities. Celebrities consume us more than they ever have before. Never have we been so obsessed with the concept of celebrity or celebutants, or with those celebrities that are personalities. This spike in our collective obsession reached a point that I believe is incredibly unhealthy for the fabric of our society. But, you know, let's take a look at why we seem to be so obsessed. Prior to the 90s, there were really only two major sources for celebrity news, one televised and one in print, which were Entertainment Tonight and People Magazine, respectively. And yeah, I know a lot of you out there are going, hey, Star Magazine, you know what, we don't talk about tabloids. So we're talking legitimate news organizations here. Somewhere after the turn of the millennium, there seems to have been this proliferation of weekly glossy magazines, as well as a growth in televised celebrity news programming. Not sure when celebrities became newsworthy, but apparently they are now. 
This, however, was followed in short succession by the rise of the internet as a legitimate news resource. Hence, the onslaught of celebrity blogs. Whether we're obsessed with celebrities because of the supply of outlets that have increased, or have the number of outlets increased because of the demand fueled by our obsession, it's really six of one, half a dozen of another. It doesn't make a difference. The fact of the matter is, is that we're inundated with news about famous people. Celebrities have become our universal water cooler fodder. Instead of engaging in personal interactions where we discuss our own lives, our own feelings, and our own thoughts on current events, we discuss the lives of famous people documented in the tabloids as if we actually know them. Our celebrity obsession has become so intense and all-consuming all that we actually start living vicariously through these celebrities, sometimes at the expense of sacrificing our own lives and well-being. It's possible now more than ever as we follow them on Twitter through a device that lives conveniently in our pocket, physically and intimately connecting us to a vacuous celebrity distribution stream that creates an entirely false sense of intimacy. That's right. I mean it. We don't know these people, so stop acting like you do. They're not your best friends. This closeness breeds a connection with celebrities and a disconnection from the people that are actually in our lives. It tugs apart at the fabric of our social connections with our families and our friends. It can also be argued that celebrity obsession is merely escapism. In fact, these are the things that professionals including doctors, lawyers, politicians, and judges, all say, I watched the Karshidians to decompress. Well, kudos to that person who can limit their celebrity consumption to a mere decompression level. But the truth of the matter is, is most people can't. Our obsession has gone beyond mere escapism. The noise and clatter that celebrities create in our brains is helping to turn us into zombies who look up to celebrities as role models and often blindly follow their advice. More than ever, brands are harnessing that obsession with celebrities to use them to tell us what to buy and what to do. We mindlessly spend our hard-earned dollars on the weight loss programs, fragrances, cars they drive, sneakers they wear, and that damn mocha latte that they sip, all of which they are more than likely being paid to enjoy. But celebrities are less harmful to someone like you and I. They are, however, very dangerous to another subset of the population, and that's children. As adults, we can make our own decisions about how we consume the thing that is celebrity. But the real danger of how celebrity consumption affects us is that new generation of consumers. Today, children often grow up constantly connected to the internet, and they learn about celebrities at an early age. They look up to them, and they try to emulate them. These children's make these children make up a generation that would rather be on reality TV than become president of the United States. They buy their clothes based on what Miley Cyrus tells them to wear, and they dream of having a body like Kim Kardashian. 
Kids are the ultimate victims of our celebrity obsession, and we need to collectively find a way to break that habit somehow. And that's where we're going to start talking about how we live vicariously through these celebrities and celebutants. I, for one, have an unhealthy obsession with the Marvel Universe. I'm the first to admit it. However, I don't allow my unhealthy obsession with the Marvel Universe to take over my life. Okay, yes, I buy a lot of toys, but I am an adult, and as long as my bills get paid and my house is taken care of and I take care of my responsibilities, I'm allowed to spend my free money on whatever I like and I tend to like to buy a lot of geeky things so get over it but my bills are paid and I'm making sure that you know what it doesn't overtake my entire world and my entire universe I'm not quitting my job and joining some crazy troupe to follow the Marvel universe around to every comic con on the face of the fucking planet Now, if they happen to come to a Comic-Con that's near me, and I happen to have that day off, I might buy tickets to go and see my favorite performer. But the reality of it is, is that I know in my head that these people are on a television screen, they are actors, they are not the characters, and that they don't live their life in that moment that I appreciate. I understand that they have different personalities and that they are not their characters. I can see the difference between the two. The people that I worry about are the people that, like my friend, who can't see the difference between reality and fantasy. She doesn't understand that she's not best friends with this particular movie star. In fact, he probably would think that she's creepy and crazy and probably have a restraining order against her. I'm already telling him he should file the paperwork, but that's just from me to him. She's a little loony. But it's okay, because she's not really dangerous, but she needs to understand that it's okay to see people in that light and try to use their accomplishments as an inspiration to accomplish something for herself. That is how you healthily have a great relationship with fantasy, is you can use it as an inspiration to reach better goals for yourself and to make your life a little bit better and happier. It's akin to the people who write fan fiction. I think fan fiction is probably one of the best ways of using a character or an actor or actress or whatever in a way to create your own little world as long as you're not sharing it and disparaging that particular person or character. I think it's a great way and it's a healthy way. And you write yourself your own little stories and maybe you share them with a few friends, things like that. But it's never something for public consumption and you understand that these people will never read it and they will never probably know that you've written it. But It's something that you have an outlet for your own ideas. I think the best example of fan fiction, and unfortunately I disagree with the amount of attention it's gotten, but it is a healthy outlet for fan fiction, was the Fifty Shades of Grey series. I know a lot of you are saying, what, that was fan fiction? Yes, surprisingly it was. 
Interestingly enough, it was fan fiction based off of the Twilight series, which is yet another series of books that make me want to cringe because they're popular. But again, it was a healthy way of taking something that was inside of someone that they felt was consumable for the rest of the world. And yes, they made money off of it, but they didn't hurt anybody in the process, and they didn't have an unnatural attachment to somebody that they did not know. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about living vicariously. The truth is, we've all done it. We all probably still do it. Hell, I do it all the time. It is one of my favorite hobbies, but I do know the difference between reality and fiction. I know where reality ends and it's all in my head and I understand that. I don't I don't cry when I find out my favorite band member has left the band and oh my god my world is ending because so and so is getting married. I don't give a shit. They don't matter that much in my life. But I do enjoy watching so-and-so on the movie screen, or I enjoy listening to so-and-so's music. I understand the difference. Okay, I've gotten off on a little rant here, and I do apologize for that. But hopefully you're enjoying it. And we are going to be continuing our conversation. But as always, we do have to take a moment to listen to our vendors and our supporters and our sponsors today. Of course, if you're going to be taking a moment to take a break as we go to visit our sponsors, make sure that you're looking things up with IggySearch.com. And hey, this is a perfect opportunity that if you're feeling sorry that I've lost my favorite vibrator, by all means, go to AdamandEve.com and help me pick out a new one because I do need a new vibrator. So your opinions are always welcome here. Tell me what the best vibrator is and um, send me a link. In the meantime, let's visit our sponsors. I'm Nani Nicole and this is Big Trouble in Little Vagina. We'll be back in just a moment. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. And welcome back, Renegade Nation. And we're going to kind of get off topic a little bit here because we've got a couple of interesting little news stories that I wanted to bring to your attention. The first is a story from The Sun UK talking about how Viagra is now going to be available in patch form which is supposed to speed the drug into your body system a little faster. 
And I thought that would be a little bit interesting. Of course, well, the pill form only cost a few pennies on the dollar. The patch, of course, will be much more expensive. But, um, you know, it brings to mind um, when I quit smoking many years ago and I used the, the patch to quit. And I thought, you know, I remember days when I used more than one patch. What happens if you use more than one of those Viagra patches? Anybody got a thought on that? I'd like to hear it. And the next story is, interestingly enough, off of Reuters. Um, And it's a very interesting story. It is a Beijing fetish restaurant um, that I thought you might find a little interesting. It teases us with some lobster and sex. So, with drinks served in breast-shaped cups and beers opened with bottle openers shaped like a wooden penis... The father and daughter team behind a Beijing S&M restaurant are encouraging customers to mix food with sex. Owner Lulu, yes, her name is Lulu, a 27-year-old divorcee, said business has been good since opening just a little under a year ago, with young Chinese folks streaming in to feast on seafood such as lobster under the gaze of mannequins wearing bondage gear. Lou's father overcame his initial reservations about some of the decor and took charge in the kitchen, dishing up a menu that features items such as horny and sensual. Food and sex are the basic desires of humans, and the phrase has not changed in more than fif- more than 5,000 years, Lou told Reuters. Release your basic instincts and liberate yourself are the two concepts they use as the basis for their restaurant. Lou said, pun totally intended, she was catering to a new generation of educated city residents who are increasingly willing to explore sex. Chinese society has long left behind the days when talking about sex was taboo, but sex education in school remains almost non-existent. The government also keeps a tight rein on what it views as vulgar content on television or online. But Venues such as Miss Lou's can fall foul of the authorities because in April, police ordered a two-week closure of a bar in the capital, Beijing, after it staged a performance art show in which the audience was invited to touch a woman's breasts through her clothes. Apart from one visit by police, Lou said she has been left to continue to run her establishment where inflatable naked dolls sit on shelves and waiters wear aprons with breasts on them. That may change, though, with Lou planning to ramp up the kinkiness by putting women customers in handcuffs and getting their male companions to feed them. She also wants to offer customers the chance to whip the waitresses. I, for one, applaud Miss Lou because, well, first of all, it's just so very interesting. And second of all, I'm all about some kinkiness in public. So if you have the opportunity of going to Beijing sometime in the near future, the name of Miss Lou's restaurant is K-E-R. That's K-E apostrophe E-R. I'm not pronouncing that correctly, which apparently means shell in English. 
And by all means, send us some pictures because us here at Renegade Nation would love to see some pictures of some penis-shaped bottle openers. Okay, (laughs) that's awesome. As you remember from last week's episode, we are still taking suggestions for titles for our sex olympics and um what you think should be (laughs) in our sex olympics and i'm still working on getting a contest for us to go to brazil to go to the first ever erotica land so i'm still working on that renegade listeners all right that's our time for today And I do hope that you've enjoyed the ride. And I know I went a little off topic today, and I promise I'll get back to my regular self next week. It's just been a very strange couple of days. So hopefully you'll bear with me. Maybe you learned something, or maybe you just like listening to me talk. Either way, if you did, please don't hesitate to let me know. You can find me at my website, www.nicole-delacroix.com, or you can tweet to me at at Nicole Delacroix, and I do like it when people call me out on Twitter. If you do enjoy listening to me talk, then by all means, pick up a copy of my book, Sexual Confessional, Confidential Admissions from Social Media, available on Amazon.com and all other major book retailers. And again, it is still on sale in the Kindle store, mostly to celebrate all the great things that are going on this summer with Renegade Nation and our new sponsor and being one of the first independent radio shows on Google Play. I want to thank you for joining me for Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio. And join me next week. Have no idea what we'll be talking about next week, but I promise you this, it's going to be fun. I'm feeling quite raunchy this month, so it might just be a little naughty. Until next time, remember, sex is something that you should enjoy. Sex is something you should experience. However, It's also something you can get arrested for. So do that shit in private. All right, my little heathens, have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time here on Big Trouble in Little Vagina.